listening to the Fantasy Alarm TFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John and Pemba here with James Grande. It is the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here on Sunday evening for Monday's seven-game main slate. James, man, how was your weekend, Ben? Very productive weekend here, John. A lot of stuff done at home, a lot of stuff done uh, internally here at Fantasy Alarm, DFS Alarm, Fanjections, which is our projections site. So uh, a lot of good stuff going on in my personal life, a lot of good stuff going on here at Fantasy Alarm. So no complaints uh, other than, what? not even complaint. Very thankful the Giants season is over. Hopefully the Dave Gettleman era has come to an end as well. Ready just to be in basketball season fully, just fully embrace that in a month from now, once the Super Bowl has come and gone, it is basketball season exclusively. Yeah, I'm with you there. Again, the Patriots did make the playoffs, even though they, they're on a, like a three-game losing streak. Well, that's not true. They beat... Maybe Jacksonville, but nobody counts that. Of real games, they, they're on a three-game losing streak, but uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> they're they're on the road in week one of the playoffs. Mac Jones got them in the playoffs for rookie years. All that aside, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll just uh, kick it off in the NBA. Seven-game slate here to kick off Monday. We have uh, four teams. I think it is on a back-to-back, James. We got Cleveland, Sacramento, Portland, and oh, Brooklyn's on a back-to-back, so that's four Houston on the well. back to back is yeah. San Antonio, right? San Antonio also played today. Yep, they yeah they lost to Brooklyn and yeah. at six. Am I missing anything else? Nope, six okay. teams. Six teams on a back to back. Do we have any totals or spreads available to us? No totals, five spreads. Bucks, Charlotte, only a one point spread. We already know Drew Holiday's out there. Some guys returning for for Milwaukee though, so they'll have some. We won't have to see Sandro for 35 minutes anymore. Utah is currently the biggest favorite on the board at minus 10 and a half. Philly also minus nine against Houston. You mentioned on a back-to-back. The Knicks are giving six and a half to the Spurs. Boston giving six to the Pacers at home. Uh, Those are the five spreads we have, but we do not have any totals. All right. Just looking at some players, you mentioned some guys are coming back. Uh, Still without Dame Lillard, going to be out for a little bit while longer. They also had Norm Powell. Uh, going to COVID protocol, still without C.J. McCollum here as well for Portland. Karis LeVert's been, I thought, out of COVID protocols, but he's not listed as out. He's listed as questionable. Uh, he hasn't played since before the new year, so we'll have to wait and see if there's any potential return on the horizon for him there. Drew Holiday is still out. Rudy Gobert, as of now, is still out. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon is currently listed as uh, questionable with an Achilles. It's not the COVID. Uh, so we'll wait and see if he is available. He hasn't played since the 21st of December. So long layoff for him. Mentioned Norm Powell. Uh, Derek White still out as of now for San Antonio. Kemba Walker is listed as question to play here. We're still dealing with that knee problem. Again, nothing we were too shocked about, James, because he played 37, 40, 43, 40 in <laughs> 33 minutes. Did Tibbs. And then all of a sudden Kemba's knees gave out. Think that was prob- I think that was probably the point of all of that, uh, <laughs> was to play him till he broke. Keldon Johnson still out. Tyrese Maxey not available for Monday's game, still dealing with uh, COVID protocol. Larry Nance is out for a little bit. He's got an MRI on his knee, so he's not available for Portland, who's uh, pretty shorthanded. You got LaMarcus Aldridge didn't play on Sunday. We'll see if he's available for the second game of this back-to-back here. Uh, he's got a little bit of a foot problem. Your boy Sangoon is still out. He's going to be reevaluated. This was uh, earlier this week. Unlikely to play there. Uh, Fournier uh, didn't get an opportunity to relight up Boston the other day. He missed <laughs> due to a thigh. He's questionable to play on Monday. We'll see if he's going to be active or not. Frank Jackson's still out. TJ Warren is uh, potentially returning at some point, but not uh, for a little while longer. 
Uh, Rudy Gay, I was in the league's COVID protocol, so he is out. Shake Milton was ruled out already for Monday, so we got point Seth Curry still uh, available to us. Let's see, Peyton Pritchard is still out for Monday. He's in health and uh, safety protocols. Grayson Allen's still out for COVID protocols, so we'll see if he ever is able to clear. Devin Vassell, same thing. Let's see, Pat Connaughton, he's the one you're probably mentioning, right? He's questionable. And a little below him, too. Dante DiVincenzo? Off the injury report. Interesting. All right. Off the injury report is DDV after missing a handful of games. There's something to watch there. Damian Jones was out today due to COVID protocol, so he's unlikely to clear in time. Joe Ingles is still out. Uh, Marnie Brooks went in on that today, so he's still out. Okoro's out. McConnell's still out. McDermott is questionable. That's probably who all I'm missing for relevant players, right? George Hill is mm-hmm. still out. All right, let's just get into it, though. We got seven games. We're at the point guard position here. James Harden is 10-5. He's at the very top. We're going to go in that direction, James. But then we have your favorite, DeJounte Murray at under 10K. Another 54 fantasy points earlier today, and he gets that juicy matchup against the Knicks. Yeah, plus checks notes. Brooklyn on a, on the road, so Kyrie Irving will be active for this. Oh, so definitely, we'll, we'll always be watching. By the way, Kyrie looked awesome in that game against Indiana. Mainly in the fourth quarter, 32 minutes in his return to the floor, so obviously no limitations there so i'm not going to pay 10-5 for hard i know it's a great matchup you can i probably won't because you mentioned it lock and load they're not healthy at all he didn't really play well at all still felt just one rebound shy of a triple double despite shooting 31 percent from the floor so i'm going right back to well and i hope kemba plays man wouldn't that just like make it even better? Like we know how bad Kemba is defensively, so it would just make things even juicier. But yeah, I, I I have a hard time. I have a hard time honestly not starting my builds with him. Like I know we have Embiid, I know we have Giannis, right? Yeah. I know there's potential for no, Sabonis, Sands, At least there's no everyone. Jokic, you know. At least there's, <laughs> there's no Jokic, just fair. But I I really will be trying to fit Murray into most of my lineups on Monday. Any reason to play LaMelo then at 93 on DraftKings? Tournaments, you can do it. But, like, he's not really he, – he just hasn't really been getting us there. Back to, like, the earlier part of the year where he's not playing great defensively, he's in foul trouble every other game, and he's not playing a bunch of minutes. I don't think there's much of a reason. It's a, it's a big difference, actually, over on FanDuel. John D. Murray is 10-4 on FanDuel. Lomelo is 84. Probably, so it's probably a, it's a definite it's a definite, uh, definite thing on FanDuel where it's like, okay, I'm going to probably play Lomelo at that price over Murray. Kyrie is 78 over on FanDuel. That's a eight on DraftKings. I like Garland. I know it's back-to-back for them, but so is Sacramento back-to-back. And mm-hmm. uh, Garland just keeps on playing really well. Key Cunningham, 7,700 against Utah. Any uh, any interest here? Yeah, under 8K is interesting. Price drop coming for him. Uh, numbers obviously down a bit lately, but uh, that means that's why the, the price is cheaper. Tournaments, I think it's viable in tournaments. Okay. You know, I think the next tier is probably... I mean, we have Simons in the next tier, so like, I think a lot of people are going to gravitate his way. Okay, yeah, Simons is at 64 again, back to back tonight. We're recording while this game's going on. At least as of now, nothing has happened that would change uh, our reasoning for being in on him. No Norman Powell, no McCollum, no Lillard. He should I would imagine take 20 or more shots tonight? I have to assume that's going to be uh, on his way. But yeah, I'm with you. Simons is. What are you doing? Assuming Brogdon is out and Lavert is out, what are you doing with Lance Stevenson at $5,500? I mean, what bad can we really say at this point, right? Like, so it's interesting what happened. Indiana signed Sykes 
for the remainder of the year. So they gave him their they gave him that like two way contract. He signed for the rest of the year. I don't know like they still started him. They started Dwayne Washington and they all played a bunch of minutes. Sykes played thirty one minutes. Washington played thirty three minutes or thirty two minutes. And then Lance was the best, played the least in 28. I definitely think he's in play in tournaments. I don't think it's, like, my favorite play considering the price, but can you deny the production? I mean, like, what's your take? Like, what? I guess, like, if you're building 10 lineups, and like you said, there's no Brogdon, there's no Levert. Let's just, for hypotheticals, like, how much exposure do you want to Lance? I mean, at 55 on DraftKings is nice. He's a 6,600 small forward only on FanDuel. So That's little, too much. That's too a little much. bit of a difference there. Yeah, listen, I, I think I want probably 20%, right? I don't really like going overexposure on him, but I mean, it is Boston. I know Boston has moments of defensive lapses and all of those things here, but, you know, they, they should, in, in theory, have a decent defensive backcourt. I, I But like you said, one game he goes out and scores 30 actual the next game, he goes and gives you 14 assists. So, like, I definitely don't think he's a fade at 55. I think you need to have him in probably a quarter of your lineups, I'll say. Okay, I think that's a good I think that's a good assessment on the situation. If there's no Kemba Walker and sort of status quo at Evan Fournier, oh, I mean, I mean, if you're Tibbs, are you playing Fournier? You're playing quickly. I mean, 4,900 for quickly. He played 37 minutes against Boston, had 18 points. So back-to-back really good games. Both of them were against Boston. But his minutes have kind of been on the rise anyways. But he started, and I wonder if that makes a difference. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want the starting quickly, I think. Like, I think if Kemba sits... Well, he started for 40, I guess. We'll see. If they both sit, I'm in. I don't think I'd play him at 49 if one of them is active. But then again, who knows if they're limited? Who knows like what they're... Something we'll find out throughout the day. But I would obviously... I think we would all agree that we would want them both out if we want to play quickly at 49. Okay. Uh, we, we talked Stevenson. What about Sykes and, and Washington? They both played 30 minutes. Yeah, you can go back. I mean, the, if they're out, they're, if they're out being Brogdon and Levert, they're going to start, and they're going to play 30 minutes. So I think they're in play, even though the price is obviously on the rise. Uh, Rajon Rondo, as of now, has played just 10 minutes tonight. He's got two points, four assists. Uh, he played, I think it was like 16 or 17 minutes in his debut with, with Cleveland, and he had 24 fantasy points. Any interest here in Rondo at 3,300? A little bit, yeah. I guess it just depends on the back-to-back, like... If he's limited at all. I mean, he's old. He's up there in NBA If he's gear, limited so. tonight, do you feel better about him playing tomorrow? Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't know what the limit is, though, because, like, he's just coming off the bench to begin with, right? Like, yeah. he's just kind of, def- like, limited by default. Um, yeah, I mean, I wonder if that's going to stay that way, though, if they're just sort of getting him acclimated to what they're doing. I mean, they... I mean, they are getting a little bit healthier, but, you know, they were playing Rubio like 35 minutes next to Garland. I know that's probably not destined for Rondo, but, you know, you talked about it when they acquired him. Rondo said he wanted to go somewhere where maybe he would get to play more. But is that 25 minutes for Rondo? Is that 20 minutes more? What I guess what equals more for Rajon Rondo here? Well, he wasn't playing really at all for the right. Lakers. So at this point, it, I, I don't know if it's just that, like, it's just this maybe. Like, it's just anything. I don't know can do it in tournaments because I think he looked great in the first game he played right now like you mentioned halfway through the third he's played just 10 minutes so I guess we'll see how he finishes at the minutes I actually think my interest lies like 10 minutes in the first half 
if he plays 20 minutes a night, like we're going to get some like really big Rondo games. I definitely am kind of on board with you there. Okay. All right, let's go on over to the shooting guard position. Donovan Mitchell is at the top against Detroit. Jalen Brown, $9,200 against the Pacers are the top two priced shooting guards here. If you think that this Utah game can stay competitive, I definitely have interest in Mitchell. So tournaments for me, I'm not going to, I know Jalen was fantastic, triple-double. He's a tournament play only though. Like I know he's been good lately, you also have to take into account a lot of those games are without Tatum. And you also have to see the volatility. Like in the same matchup, one game he goes for 25 fantasy points. The next game he triple doubles, right? Like that, the ups and downs, the, the roller coaster ride that is Jalen Brown. And in that first game against the Knicks, we were like on a call. He scored like the first like 12 points of the game. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, oh my God, he's going to go for 50 again. And then he like just didn't do anything. Never hit so. another shot, basically. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's uh, both these guys are tournament plays for me. Kyrie Irving's at 8,800. Again, we, we touched upon it. He's going to be playing at least 30 minutes. We know that. And it's against Portland. I think we're going to we're gonna bite. We're going to probably, is 8,800 is a really good number for Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I mean, I definitely like the number. You said, what, 78? On FanDuel? Is yeah, that what 70, it was? 7,800 on FanDuel. He's going to be very popular over there. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's like my, like, is like a priority spend for me, but he's definitely in my player pool. I would agree. At, 80, at 88. Like, he's not like core play, but he's definitely in player pool. He's $27 on Yahoo, too, by the way. That is, he, oh my God, he's going to be so popular on FanDuel. Yeah, he's a Yahoo. shooting guard. Kyrie Irving or Terry Rose? So, this total the other day was ended at like closed at like 236 Milwaukee Charlotte. Let's see. I want to see is that it what went it for did? Two, it went for 220 and Rozier had 28 points at 6 of 10 shooting from 3. I mean, you've said it like a lot. You've said it a lot when this guy is hot like we play him. And right now they're not going to have they're, they're not going to have Drew Holiday, they're not going to have George Hill. For the last five games, he scored 25 or more actual. I think you're on to something here, buddy. I think uh, I think this is a uh, this is a rosier slate, which means we're gonna get let down. But I firmly think he's in play. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of uh, T. Rose as well. We'll play Halliburton if, for whatever reason, Fox is in play. He is questionable going into tonight with a shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Did play, but if something happens while we're recording to, from now until. Uh, tomorrow, if Fox is not in, we're always in on Halliburton. Should Fox end up finding himself on the bench? Seth Curry going up against Houston. Uh, we saw this matchup a handful of games. In that one, he had 28 fantasy points, 15, 5, and 5, 30 minutes. Uh, this one was a blowout win for Philadelphia. They're in Houston. Thoughts on Seth at 66, obviously, as that price keeps rising, but 49 and 43 fantasy points out in the last two games as well. I think the one thing I know is a guarantee about Seth Curry every slate is that nobody's going to play him. <laughs> that yeah. is like a guarantee no matter what. If you buy into this point God, maybe maybe the better Curry of the two right now. Maybe that's a hot take. Maybe it's not, but I think he's playing better than his brother. I, I think it's firmly a, a, a viable option. Houston stinks. Curry's been great. So, yeah, I mean, I, again, nobody's going to play the guy. So if you right. want to play him, like you're going to get a guy with close to 50-point upside at less than 10% ownership. What are your thoughts on Clarkson here? Do you think this is a game theory where like it gets out of hand and maybe he gets some of that blowout run or is it too much of a tournament play for you? I mean, look at the last like handful of games, John. Like even in games, three of the five, he's played over 28 minutes. They've been down guys. And obviously they had more guys going to COVID protocol today. So it's just, my, my point is like, 
he is still scoring the basketball in these games. Like three of the five, he scored over 18. He is just doing nothing else right now with. So that worries me because we're not getting him. We're, he's still 5,300. Now I get what you're saying. And I do think it's a tournament play, but I'm just proceeding with a little bit of caution just because he's scoring. It's not like he's not scoring. He's still the bucket that he, he's been, but we're not getting anything else. And that's a little worrisome. Yep, I, I agree with you. That is certainly can cause some problems. All right, so, I mean, we've talked about a lot of these other guys because we do have, like, dual position eligibility. I guess maybe the only player that we hadn't mentioned was Duarte. He played 19 minutes in his return game against Utah. Do we think there's an opportunity where if he's in the starting lineup, would you have interest in him? If he's starting and there's no Levert or Brogdon, definitely a possibility because okay. that was probably just the... But then again, it's like... Carlisle's still there, and that's still a nightmare, especially with, like, how Washington's playing minutes, and now Sykes, and now Stevenson. Like, it's definitely more cloudy, even with guys out, than it was before Duarte left and went on COVID protocol because Lance wasn't there, and now he is. So right. definitely a little risky. I think I think there's a couple plays I want to get your take. You love Lonnie Walker. I do. Big game today. Huge game today. Now there's... Another spot. He started today, too. Jeff, yeah, he started, which, yeah. Which is big. So Lonnie Walker, Bryn Forbes, on the flip side, came off the bench. I think that's where he suited best. I think he's just better off the bench. 25 minutes, still got up his shots, 14, 32 fantasy points. And then DiVincenzo, look, he was limited. I, I just don't think they're going to play him yeah. enough minutes for me. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's fine. And then, then I'll throw one more name at you. Two more, actually. I think shooting guard is actually kind of kind of loaded. Josh Primo has been starting for the Spurs for 16 today. But, like, very encouraging 16 shots. And then against Philly, 25 minutes, 18 fantasy points. Was in foul. I, I played him, so I know this, uh, of course. He was in foul trouble the entire game, but was very productive, as you can see. Like, 18 fantasy points, 25 minutes. The game... Two games prior, he plays 20 minutes, 31 fantasy points, $3,600 against the Knicks. Any yeah. love there? Well, so I guess the question is, like, I feel like everyone's just going to play Ben Mack. That's, that was going to be the right. right. That's As the of point. now, he yeah. started tonight, obviously, with Powell going in on COVID. 15 minutes for him because three fouls in 15 minutes for Ben Mack. But nine shots, three of seven from three. He's got 11, one, and two right now. You know, at $3,300, knowing he's starting – Knowing it's Brooklyn, like I feel like there's just going to be a, a huge gravitation towards uh, Ben McLemore here. Well, would you uh, then could you buy into Primo as a pivot, GPP pivot? If as long as the Spurs, like if the Spurs, everything remains the status quo, right? Nobody returns. Yeah, I, I mean, sure, I could see it. I can see it happening. He's cheap enough, so I could buy into it. There's just a lot of other guys I feel like that would shoot a lot on. Fair. That. Fair. Even I mean, to your point, he took 16 16 shots. against a lanky defensive team yeah. in Brooklyn, right? It's not like he's not out there. He's not Tony Snell, right? Sure. Okay, yeah. all, yeah. all I got for you. Yep, that's fine. Or Durant's at 10-6, Tatum's at 10-K, Middleton's at 8,400. Uh, I mean, Durant had a good game with Kyrie back, right? Yeah. The, the first road game, 39 actual. They all did. Like, Harden still had 50-plus fantasy points. Kyrie had, like, the worst of the group, but it was still solid. Still good. And he looked he just looked good like yeah. playing basketball. I mean, I'm not gonna pay 10k for two. We get the we get the blow up games every so you, often. You get, you get 65 fantasy points against the Knicks and then you come back and he plays. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just I'm just not gonna do it. That's fine. Uh, Middleton went for fifty against Charlotte the other day, so Yeah, he's good. 
He's hashtag good Almost again. triple double. They have no point guard, right? So they started Giannis, Middleton, and West Matthews. Yeah. So. Crazy. Uh, Middleton's good for me. I'm trying to, like, I don't know. I like Sadiq Bay, but I don't know if this is a spot for him. Especially, like, look, Cade's back, and now yeah. nobody's good again. Sure. Like, right. nobody on Detroit is good. Yeah, well, you took away the concentration of Bay and Diallo, and you spread it out. So. <laughs> uh, RJ at 64. Hell yeah. If um, 43 minutes in a blowout loss to Boston. Yeah, I mean, if if there's no Kemba or Evan Fournier, sign me up for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of where I'm sitting here as well. Ah, man. 43 yeah, minutes. Dude, they lost by 16. He just played the whole game. It's just fucking it's hilarious. Let's see. What else do we have on the list here? I'm not really in on K-Word. Burks is fine. Nothing special there for me. Bojan, same thing. Nothing special. Healed on a back-to-back we don't like. We learned our lesson there against Atlanta. Yep. There's not much here, man. There's really not much here. Chetty could be the guy, but he's on the back-to-back. I guess maybe if, like, I don't know, like, they'd probably still play West Matthews, right? I was going to say, if Connaughton was active, like, and he started, maybe I would have interest at 41. But, like, Lonnie's there at 42. Like, I guess that's Yeah, what you just there. play Lonnie. Yeah, you just play Lonnie. Right. Like, none of these, none of these guys are really jumping onto me here. So, kind of kind of, kind of shallow at small for guys that we, you know, weren't always talking about. Cork Miles played a bunch of minutes, but he did a Cork Miles game. Most 16 fantasy mm-hmm. points. Nothing great there. Little's going to play a bunch. You know, I always like Little. That's fine. He starts at small forward with their current rotation, Covington starting at power forward. Barnes has gone back to being plain white bread Barnes. Nothing exciting <laughs> yeah. out of him. He was so good to begin that year for us, man. And then the clock struck midnight, turned into a pumpkin, lost a slipper the whole time. I just wasn't the same. So looks like small forward. We're, we're kind of spinning up in the mid-tier or we're just going mm-hmm. playing like power forward. Of course, again, on FanDuel, like that's where Lance Stevenson's there. Uh, let's see who else. Anyway, Jay Sean Tate is a small forward. That we could play if you wanted to. Uh, Nuora is a small forward on FanDuel. So, like, probably play Jordan Nuora if he starts against Charlotte. Yep. Sure, there. Uh, Roko's considered a small forward. Some obvious guys. I mean, Lonnie Walker's 4,400 on FanDuel, too. I just, I'm probably just going to be in on Lonnie Walker here. Yeah, and it's going to let us get, and it's going to let us, perfect transition, get Giannis and Tenacupo. And just... Power forward. Giannis, 12K <laughs> against Charlotte. Went for 70. No surprise, right? I mean, just no. like, no. 43 and 12. He can't be stopped, John. Like, oh, who's gonna who's who's gonna stop him? Look at the free throws. He's hitting threes. Like, what is going? Like, dude, he's getting better. That's so scary. <laughs> he's getting better. Last 10 days, he's shooting 35% from three and he's, he's getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely dangerous. Definitely <laughs> dangerous. Yeah. So Giannis is the top spend up there. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Plus. <laughs> Sabonis has gone 18 for 22 and 10 of 13 the last two games from the floor, right? So he's basically not missing his shots. To that end, this is a front court that has Horford and Rob Williams in it. Maybe there, that maybe that makes an impact to you. I don't know. I, I thought, like, even though there's no Gobert, there was Royce O'Neal, who's a great smaller power forward defender. There's Whiteside, who we know disrupts shots at the rim. The game against Brooklyn, I mean, the length of Kevin Durant gives a lot of people problems. It just didn't matter in any facet of the game, just dominating. Um, three of the it last four, It's hilarious that we, we both played him against the Knicks. We did. The we were all in. All in a... Look, how about this, John? I hate this, man. I hate this. How about this? How about this? For everybody listening, we will avoid him. But 
he is a quality option if you want to use him here because he's a good player apparently now but yeah we'll avoid him for your sake so suit him up 57 plus and four four or five like what can go wrong yeah uh randall's 91 now that's interesting uh this is probably where he should be priced where he should be priced um like i don't love it i don't love it but if you want to attack the spurs right now it's definitely a viable option because they stink okay okay what do you think about bridges any interest here going up against milwaukee yeah i mean we just saw it took 16 shots 39 fantasy points um two of the last three games he's been super good in i mean he's been scoring still even in the game where he only takes eight shots like 19 actual points right like he's still been very productive he's averaged 39 fantasy points essentially against the bucks this year so yeah i can go back to the well here i think I, i really like the price tag here and i like him probably a little more like mobley safer Caleb for tournaments. I like him like better than the other two guys in this range for tournaments. Yeah. Nora, you know, obviously had a tough game against Charlotte. Just one of 11, but he played 31 minutes. So it's a spot I'm at least interested in at 5K. The minutes are there, and that's what I kind of care about. I know the shots have been going to other guys. But again, he got 11 shots. He just didn't hit them. So, yeah, you know, kind of willing to run back a trial. If he's uh, starting, right? Like, he has to be starting, in your opinion? Yes, I think so. Because when we've seen him go to the bench, it's bad news. Like, he just doesn't play. Which I, I don't think is going to happen because they're down a lot of guys. But still, proceed with caution if he's not starting. Of what the Detroit has been doing, where Lyles is actually still playing more minutes than Stewart. Well, he's just playing better, right? Like, Stewart's just not, like, giving them much. Sure. And he got the blowout run in the Memphis game yep. over Stewart. Not that it was, like fantastic production but like still over 20 fast points like didn't bury you yeah i can get behind then had a ceiling game against orlando i mean right yeah i could get behind some trey lyles we like him like he's a productive player when he's on the floor he's always been that way he just needs to get on the floor i agree there Uh, anybody in value anybody that we haven't discussed i don't hate the i I know you mentioned jay sean tate and small forward for Fandle. I don't hate him at power forward draft. I like that I Bates the outplayed 39 minutes, 38 minutes today. I think that's fine. Uh, not like Fandle's 43. I could do that. Ooh, yeah, because you know what? I meant to ask and I forgot because I saw the 33 minutes in his return. I meant to ask what his price was because obviously he provides the upside on those sites. So yeah. I think that's a good. I think that's a great call. And I don't see anything else here. Nope. Center position, uh, Embiid against Houston uh, a couple games ago in this matchup, he had 72 fantasy points. He triple doubled. So he always kind of. John, what I messaged you the other day. What did I uh, message you the other day? I said I'm done fading Embiid against bad teams because yeah. Philly is not good enough to like blow all these teams out. And if that game stays competitive for most of it. And B just goes crazy. And you know what? I, and do you remember what I told you the other day about him? No. You play his first half points prop on Prize Picks. <laughs> well, because he always goes over them. <laughs> it's like 12 and a half points first half for for Embiid, and he has that first in the first eight minutes that he's playing. So, <laughs> first eight minutes of the game. <laughs> yeah. So yes. So tomorrow, Prize Picks, whatever Embiid's first half point number is, I'll probably be going on. Why? Because they don't rest him in the. They won't sit him in the first half, right? They'll. Nope. They'll sit him in the fourth quarter, and then you'll get screwed maybe on your over 30 or whatever the heck they're going to put it at, right? But he can still get you that 16 or 20 in the first half, and and you can hit your pick there. Tomorrow's prize picks, 
uh, Discord channel if you're listening. You know, we'll, we'll get ready and see what they release for us here. Our first half point prop for Embiid is likely going to be on the be on the lookout. Uh, outside of that, we didn't really explore much of the Cleveland front court. They aren't a back-to-back, but they do have Sacramento as well. Jared Allen, 79, Mobley just under him. At yeah, the, I mentioned uh, them a little. I, I mentioned, like, Mobley safe and love for tournaments and Allen probably for tournaments too at this yeah. price. Uh, Rob will tournament play for you as well. He's playing when he's playing next to Horford and still producing he's now. Still, so yeah, he's kind of better than Horford right now, right? Well, like he's, he's just better. Well, no, no, he's better than Horford. Yeah. Okay. Fair. fair. I mean, I don't know the rotation they should be running, but maybe Horford off the bench would be better than what they have going right now. Right. Like so let, have Horford be the backup big, let Williams be on the floor by himself. Tatum at the four Brown at the three. Schroeder at the two, smart at the one. You know? Probably. Yeah, that's probably the that's definitely the move, actually. I was gonna say probably, but no, that's just that's the move. I would say I'd be in on Rob Will, and then I saw three guys in a row here, John. Christian Wood seven K. Yeah. <laughs> Yusuf Nurkic with nobody active and against the corpses potentially in an Aldridge potential revenge game here right. against yeah. uh, Portland. And then Bobby Poe against Charlotte. And Bobby Poe's just been going nuts. Dude, I've loved Bobby Poe the last couple of games. Uh, took the over points prop with him, over rebounds props with him. Like, he is just hitting. And they also, for whatever reason, we'll see again, Price Six probably going to give us the same thing. Didn't hit it against Charlotte. I'm you know, not necessarily speaking out of turn here, but they usually give him a one-and-a-half three-point made prop. I mean, he's over the last ten games, he's hit that in seven. He takes a few threes. Could be a spot for him to step out and outside and hit him again. Obviously, a little bit more riskier because he doesn't take a ton, but... Right. You know, if his points are sitting at like 15 and a half again, which they were, uh, or eight and a half rebounds, which it was, you just you play that because right. uh, they don't have anybody else. So I'm with you. I think that's a really good run of plays. I don't know if I'm in on Wood. He didn't even, he was suspended for that game against Philadelphia. That was the suspension game. So I mean, the thing is, like, he, yes, it wasn't a, these last two games or last three, like, good matchups, but like, he's not even playing minutes. And he's still, he, two of the last three, he's given us 40 fantasy points and three straight of 20 actual. Like, he's just kind of in, like, that killer mode right now. Low is rostered of the three. So if you oh, want to go Bobby super Portis contrarian, is, yeah. yeah, you should go super contrarian. That's probably your... Uh, Portis your... is the highest, right? Portis definitely the highest rostered. All right, well, let me ask you, all right? And again, now, for those listening, if this is your, this is our first look, right? You know, where we talk about players kind of as we run down the list, we give our reactions to them, and then sometimes we see guys who are priced, and we're like, oh, well, maybe this is the better play. So let me ask you. Yaka Pirtle, $6,100 against the Knicks. I mean, I like Pirtle. Like, Pirtle's been much safer than he was earlier in the year right now, and I think that's partly due to, like, necessity. Just they need him to be more productive. They need him to take more shots. So, like, it's a really good price. Yeah, it's a good matchup. He had it's 36 really fantasy points against, yeah. against the Knicks earlier this year in 30 minutes, which is 6x return on his price tag on DraftKings. I don't hate it. I don't you know, hate it, it. No, it. It's a back-to-back, but like, they, who do they who are they playing, right? Like, Eubanks. I mean, so is Nurkic and Wood are both back-to-backs, too. So, like, yeah. yep. this whole tier other than Bobby Poe. But, I mean, listen, I I think you're right. I'm, I like Bobby Portis. Well, where does Portis – I guess rank them for me, then. Where do you rank – that four. Where do you rank Wood, Nurkic, Portis, and Pirtle? Portis is one for me, like firmly one. Okay. I don't think I'm going to waver there. Just be, We know what we know with Charlotte, right? Yep. We know what we know with Charlotte's front court, and we know with what we know with Bobby Portis when there's no Drew Holiday. 
right? Like he is number three option. And sometimes like if Middleton's playing de facto point guard, he might be number two, right? I would probably put Nurkic a little ahead of Pirtle just out of pure, like Portland has nobody else. Pirtle three, Wood four, but I like them all. And I think Wood does have some solid GPP upside. Because again, tonight he gives us 40 plus fantasy points in 28 minutes. If they do somehow keep that game close, which Philly is always been better at home anyway wood could have a monster game at 7k this is a guy we're toying with eight 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 nine earlier in the year turtle wood how would you rank that depth yeah i think i mean (laughs) yeah i mean possibly i think Pirtle could be up there i'm i'm gonna go portis because i think of the game total that's gonna be involved i would probably go parkage wood is that how you had it too portis i flipped nurkic and I have no. I worry. I know it's back to back for both, but I worry about Portland in this game. They're facing <laughs> now. They're facing the trio of Durant, Kyrie, and Harden. They only have. They're running into it with Anthony Simons and, and Ben McLemore. Right? And I know this is going to be every time. I, yeah. I get it. The first game that trio played together, they played Indiana with just Savonis, and obviously Michael Lance Stevenson. Yeah, Jordan. Stevenson went for thirty. Like. Definitely, definitely an outlier. I'm just saying, like, I know what you're saying. Portland is home on both these legs of back-to-backs, right? So they have nobody else. Like, Nurkic is right now halfway through the third, 11-9. And f- so, like, they're literally just running the offense through him. Like, it's just funneled through Nurkic. So I don't know. I, I'm i a big Nurkic fan, at least right now. But I, I don't have a problem with going Pirtle. You also save 900 bucks on draft. Right. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um- Whiteside is 52. He played 25 minutes and it's Detroit. He played 30 minutes against Toronto. He hasn't given us like the Whiteside game yet, you mm-hmm. know, where he gives you six blocks. Do you think he, do you think he has that in him still? I mean, I don't know. He is obviously older. He doesn't play them generally play a lot anymore. I don't know. But Detroit is one of those matchups that you generally like to attack. He's been super foul happy of late as well. What are your thoughts on? I, mean, I don't like the price. The the problem, the, the thing about the other price tags you could live with the 20 and 17 fantasy points at 35. Now we have to have the blocks, right? We have to have the the 10, 10 double. So it's in the bag. We've seen it in less time than this. So he's in play, but also on the flip side, another like player versus player type situation, John, if LaMarcus Aldridge doesn't play Nick's Nick Claxton, 5k is, has been tremendous. I mean, I think that would be, uh, a really nice play. It's just, so. it's just a spot we also won't know until 9.30. So. That's true. We're, I mean, look, truthfully, we're probably just in that mid-tier regardless. Like, mm-hmm. those four guys that we talked about that we spent, like, a lot of time on, we're going to just play anyway. But yeah, because like, like I said, there's no Nurkic. So if you're not playing Joel Embiid at center, you're playing the mid-tier. So. No Jokic. No Jokic. No Jokic, right. There's no Jokic. So if you're not playing the uh, Embiid, there's uh, a lot of mid-tier. And, and you, honestly, you even with Aldridge, like, you can still play Claxton. They've been starting. The minute upside is obviously more there for Claxton if there's no Aldridge, but you know, he's still playing like 25 minutes and giving you 25, 26, 27 fantasy points. So, yeah, in play. Uh, I'm trying to think. Anybody else? Mitch Rob played 28 minutes the other day. He's 47 against San Antonio. Low volume, but I mean, I don't know. Just he does have those random options. GPPs only. Okay. Alex Lent. Yeah, probably. I mean, 3,800. This is always the worst five days of the year. 14 and 8 right now in 19 minutes. The worst five days of the year, John, are the five games that Alex Len starts. Yeah, I guess. Like, it's one of those things. Alex Len is the guy 
that you play and he sucks. Not you specifically, but just like on Alex Len Chalk Night, he sucks. On every other slate where like you're like, no, he's busted three slates in a row, he goes off. So I, I want to, I think we're done at center. So I just want to circle back um, to some things we talked about earlier. Rajon Ron is up to 23 minutes right now. Uh, he has he has 13 two and f- he's three for three shooting threes he's five of eight from the floor and we talked about them limiting rondo the, in the last couple nights uh, up over 20 minutes and on the floor right now he may close this game for cleveland uh, and you know, who knows right like maybe he plays 30 tonight the other notable thing with this being a back-to-back for cleveland is kevin love has played just 14 minutes so that is something to look at if we're thinking about kevin love for this slate that we're talking about on monday because it seems like there's a clear limitation going for love right now given how there's five minutes left in this game so he's not going to get his 30 minutes like he's been playing they're down so they may not even put him back in this game so if kevin love plays just 14 minutes tonight does that interest you at all more in him on the second leg of this of this back-to-back going up against cleveland maybe and also it's like one of those things one of those situations where it's like does it make you more interested or does it do you shy away because Maybe they do it again on the second leg of a back-to-back, right? It's a tough situation. It's a tough spot to be in. I will note, Lamar Stevens has 28 minutes in his, in pretty much is in the Kevin Love role right now, right? Like that's what Kevin Love would generally be playing at this rate. Yeah, I mean their rotation's interesting now. They have Lamar playing shooting guard. They, I mean, they've got Laurie. Allen and Mobley, center, power forward, small forward there. It's kind of their big rotation. Again, Rondo's up to 23 minutes. He played Osman, 20 off the bench. I mean, yeah, it, it could be a spot where now they're settling into how they want to run their team, and Love just is kind of now back to the 19 minutes a game that he was playing right. before. And so Maybe that's something to watch. Maybe you, you don't take that risk for this slate on the back-to-back, but we'll see what happens on this and how they, how they handle. Uh, if we get any news, it could get reports after the game. I'm sure right. somebody's going to ask. Cleveland, hey, why did why did Love play 14 minutes tonight? Right, like, right. Uh, and, and we'll find out. It could also just be simply that Golden State's playing small, right? They don't have a big line about that. They sure. don't need to play Love a bunch. All of those questions are are certainly going to be discussed here. Are, are, are any other final thoughts for the uh, the Monday slate though, James? No, this is a fun slate. We always talk about it. This is in the wheelhouse. I think there's a lot of like really fun plays. Initial thoughts: I'm probably going to double center. Truthfully, Giannis top spend up. I think DeJounte is like the next best, my my next favorite spend up. Just some quick uh, quick hitters there. But yeah, a fun, fun slate uh, on tap for us on Monday. Yep, I agree with you there. So that's going to wrap it up, everybody. We're going to take a look at James on the playbook. We'll have full day's worth of content for everybody. And you want to hit us in Discord and on Twitter. For now, we'll catch you guys later.